0: Welcome to the 29th episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. I'm Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young Fly, than the rest. And together we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. So <laughs> Young.
1: you know, just taking it slow motion. Okay, sure.
0: Just to give listeners in a little, you know, behind-the-scenes tip on what's going on with the Hip Hop Rejects, um, this is our, actually, second take, full take of Episode 29. We had some technical issues because, for some reason, my mic was not working and I couldn't be heard. So we are reshooting the entire Episode 29, so there will actually be a mystery episode of the Hip Hop Rejects that nobody will ever get to hear. (laughs) <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> very, very, uh, very mind-boggling. Trying to figure out what what went down with the with our technical difficulties with the audio, but you know, it's just that's technology, and it's uh, what it what it takes to record a podcast on a weekly basis. So, I always got issues.
1: If we ever blow up, she wait. There's gonna be like the lost tapes.
0: <laughs> I know, and it's only you on it. But you're talking to you talking to dead air. Yeah, it's like I'm talking to a ghost. <laughs> like he's responding, but you don't know who asking the questions. <clears throat> but all right, man, 29th episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. We in the building tonight. Um, want to first start to start the podcast off with uh with letting you guys know, July 22nd, uh on. July twenty second, twenty sixteen, will be our anniversary show. The Hip Hop Rejects, which will be episode thirty five. Uh, we want to make sure you guys tune into that episode. We'll have a couple of special guests dropping by um, on the show as well. So make sure you guys uh, stay stay posted to our Twitter and Facebook page and Instagram for more information on the anniversary episode.
1: And yo, man, I'm I'm ready, man. This has been a year. Up in this thing, man. The boy Keeper coming through, plus some other surprise guests. So you know it's going to be a big show, man. It's going to be a real big show. And we appreciate y'all for being on this journey with us this whole year. The thing that was just started out as just two guys conversating about hip-hop. And we decided that, you know, we felt like our opinions were valuable. So to take it to a level like what we've done, you know, um, I'm very proud of what we've done over the past year. So we 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 thank y'all, and it's humbling yeah. to know that 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 around the world we're being listened to and that people are interested in what we have to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, very, very true, man. Very, very humbling. Um, I really truly appreciate uh, all the listeners out there. Um, no matter what you're going to do, what we want we want to be to you guys. We want to be that you know that get away from, you know, the stress of life, the stress of, you know, the everyday hustle and bust of everything that's going on day to day. The things we go through, you know, is, you know, is people. And so we want to be that, we really want to be that, um, that form of entertainment
1: for you just to get you away from everything. So And, and, over the, and, and as long as we do this, we're going to get better and better. We're going to get more technology. We're going to get more things cracking, but we need y'all help on that. Or to go ahead and tell them how they can help us get this thing to the next level.
0: The way you guys can help out the hip hop rejects with, is with Audible. Uh, Audible is an uh, audiobook service uh, sponsored by Amazon, and Amazon uh, helps us out by when you guys sign up for a 30 day trial of, Audible, of audibletrial.com. And you can actually do that by visiting our link on our SoundCloud page, uh, is audibletrial.com forward slash the hip hop rejects. You get one free book of your choice, and the service is good for 30 days. If you change your mind, you don't like the service, you can cancel anytime before the 30 days, and you won't be charged a penny, and you get to keep your free book. Um, other ways you guys can help us is by PayPal donations. We have a PayPal donation link on our SoundCloud page. You can go there, uh, put in whatever amount you feel you want to donate to the HipHop Rejects. And another way you can support us is by dropping by our uh, Spreadshirt shop. Uh, basically what Spreadshirt is is a t-shirt shop and we can you can drop off you can drop by at shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash the hip hop rejects. We got a lot of new designs uh, in the store right now. We have a uh, hip hop rejects version of the public enemy logo t-shirt. We got a, we got an NWA one. Uh, we also have our take on the uh, on the Run DMC uh, logo as well as a t-shirt and also along with that you got your regular uh, hip-hop rejects logo t-shirt as well uh, so make sure you guys mm-hmm. go and check those out and when you guys do order your t-shirts from my spread shirt shop take a picture of yourself tag us on facebook or instagram and we'll give you guys a shout out on the show
1: exactly man
0: all right man let's get into the things of episode 29 um Got a couple things going on in hip hop, not not too much, not too much jumping out, but we to get to some other things that's going on in, you know, our areas of of area of, of like and love, the things we like. So, um, we're gonna kick it off with Future. Uh, the boy Future's being sued by the boy Rocco. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Future was actually before he got signed to his major deal, he was under the in a sense kinda I wanna say under the tutelage of Rocco some time before he blew up and signed his deal with Sony. And so now, being that Future is the big hip hop star that he is right now, uh Rocco is looking, you know, looking for his dividends back on his uh on his investment. So um I wanna say the amount that he's suing Future for is like I think I wanna say it's like ten thousand dollars or something like that. Not ten thousand but a, like it's it I wanna say it's I think one say it is like ten thousand that he that he's asking I think ten thousand or ten million, one of the two. Um, don't quote me on that, but yeah. So, um, with that young man, it's just the can. It's just the you know the stuff we see on a regular basis. I mean, like I was like with with future. I don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, he owes him as far as you know, like you know, accepting the war kudos for you know, you know, getting him where he is. But I mean, a lot of people don't know this. Future is a is a original member of the Dungeon family, and if anybody he owes anything to would be, you know, Dungeon family, because they, they kind of, they kind of got him, and you know, the, his name, you know, his name, kind of grew from there more than anything. So,
1: I mean, well, right now we assuming that what Rocco is suing for was done on the GP, but we don't know, and for all those that don't know what GP means. They're just saying that you know it was a verbal contract, basically like, "Yo, dog, I'm a I'm a look out for you." So you know when you blow up, you look out for on me, right. type of thing. But we 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 really don't know if a uh, actual contract was signed, and that if Future actually did break the contract.
0: Right. I mean, that's very, that's very true.
1: Yeah. So if Future broke the contract and didn't pay Rocco his money, you know, future is in the wrong in this situation. Because once you, a lot of folks don't realize, once you sign your name to some paper, once that ink touched the paper with your government name on there, that's legally binding, and you're obligated to fulfill that contract.
0: Yep, sure. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of people, man, you got to make sure you, um, To kind of like to go in on what you said, young, with the whole contract deal. Um, yeah, you got to make sure. Make sure the thing is though, you got to make sure you cover. Make sure you cover yourself. Hopefully, there was a contract involved, and it wasn't on GP. And you know, a lot of you. And I know we have a lot of you know indie artists or aspiring artists that listen to the hip hop rejects. And so, guys, make sure you you know you get your get your paperwork in line when you get into this game. Mm -hmm. When you're dealing with people. Uh, make sure you hitting up hitting up websites like your LegalZoom, um, and stuff like that. Man, they have so much, so many resources at your beck and call when it comes to music nowadays. A whole lot more, um, than what we had when we were coming up, uh, coming up being a being independent, me being a independent label owner and you know young being an indie, independent artist. Oh, man, there's so much stuff like they got services, they have software that automatically masters your music. Now you don't have to go find somebody that's a producer to to, to mix and master your music anymore. So it's just so much, so many different resources out there for artists to take advantage of.
1: Right, and um, you know, if you're an aspiring artist, it's th- it's I think three things you need to just focus on. Everything you write and put on wax, get it copyrighted. Yeah get an ass cap Mm -hmm. and, you know, get a lawyer. Like, if you out there shopping your music around, get a lawyer because you need somebody that's gonna know all that legal jargon to, you know, as I say, have your ass covered. You know what I'm saying? Basically
0: cover your ass, pretty
1: much. Yeah, man, because you can sign your whole life away if you just go sign the contract with the um, with any company. And, yo, if you popping, don't sign the first contract that that somebody brings to you, dog. Get a lawyer to read over it. Uh-huh. If everything comes aesthetic like, if you can own majority of your master's, majority, uh, and you get majority of the money from your work, then it's cool. But if they want to own your master's, if they want to own your name, that's one of the problems the Outcast is having with Arista. You know what I'm saying? Arista owns their name. Yeah. They yeah. Knew, no, you know. Yeah. yeah. Arista didn't give them their name. They came up with their name itself. But they own it. That's what happened with Prince when he became the symbol. One of the brothers owned his name. His name that his mother gave him. They said they owned it. So, you know, you got to make sure your paperwork is, is legit, dog. And where it's benefiting you, and not totally benefiting that company, right? Correct. Because at the
0: end of the day, how these, how a lot of these record labels are structured these days, man, they are they are just like your any other corporate, you know, any other corporate mm-hmm. company that you go work, sit in the cubicle and work a nine to five. They're all about you know, most a lot of the times they're all about themselves. They're all about making making a dollar. So yeah, like like Young said, like make sure you trademark, make sure you look in the trademarking and trademarking your name. Make sure you're looking into make sure you're looking into copywriting and all of that. And I'll put it out there for all the listeners out there, any aspiring artists out out there. You can hit up the Hip Hop Rejects. You can hit hit me up personally, myself, at uh, at our at our Gmail account, man. If you got any questions, I'm willing to help any artist as far as like make sure you get the right paperwork in your hands and that you can you know um, get that sent off to the proper people that make sure you cover yourself as you know as a talent. And make sure you like, if you have a name, you come, if you have an artist name or alias that you go by, you trademark that name where you're not going through a similar situation like a prince or an outcast.
1: So, exactly. And um, not only can you hit a royalty, you can also hit me up at the rejects at gmail.com or you can hit me up at younghavit25 at gmail.com and it's spelled Y U N G H A V A K 25 at Gmail dot com. Alright.
0: Um, all right, moving on. Speaking of labels, uh, so Jay-Z launches a launches a extension of Rock Nation, uh, called Rock Nation Latino. Um, it's actually in that in with launching that label as well. Um the Latino artist that he's put in charge of CEO is um I think his name is Romeo. Uh, I drawn a blank on this one. His name is on the tip of my tongue. This happened the other time we recorded this particular same same segment that i have always forget his name. But give me a second, y'all. Bear with me. Look me this up real quick. Let's see. And while I'm doing that, though, uh, Romeo Santos. I always forget the guy's name. Romeo Santos is the new CEO of of Rock Nation Latino, um, and he's a Latin artist himself, but. Uh, he's now part of Rock Nation. So Jay-Z is really right now, he's really building on, working on building himself an empire with Rock Nation. Damn near building himself a freaking uh, Def Jam Records right about now. Got all got, He got all types of, he got boxers, he got athletes, he got basketball players, he got artists, he's managing artists. He's like, and he's a sports agent.
1: You know what? It's kind of, what I've been thinking about with what Jay doing, mm-hmm. you know, Russell put him in charge of Def Jam, mm-hmm. but he's doing Rock Nation. Is his focus more on Rock Nation or Def, or Def Jam?
0: Well, he you know, well, he's not. He's not. He's not um, he stepped down from Rock Nation, like man, not Rock Nation. He stepped down from Def Jam, like who that was some years ago. Um,
1: so, who is in charge of Def Jam?
0: um let me see kevin lyle's was at one point but that was like before i think that was even before jay let's see who is the president of uh def jam right now because that was a because you know the dream was like a dream was a vp for a while as well with def jam too so he was around that was all around the same time and also, hate- and, a, and a lot of artists didn't because it kind of i think it kind of rubbed LL the wrong way even during that time too
1: because um, uh, I hate to see a legendary, you know, label like Def Jam that's, you know, one of the labels that really started this hip hop thing, you know, just go under because um uh, you know, subpart leadership. You know Russell built that from the ground up, man. Yeah. That was that was like a that's a that's a major label that was black owned, dog. Like for real. And it's legendary. Like if you get you get a contract, you know, uh, Dev Jam hit you up. Somebody I want to sign you. You know, you like. That's when you know you made it, dog. That's when you know you popping. Yeah, very true. Yeah,
0: because with the with the CEO of Dev Jam, that that um, Jay Z was named CEO back in two thousand and two thousand and four. So he had been dropped out because that's when, like, he. Cause I know, like, there's a bunch of artists that, because I mean, I remember there was an article that LL had a LL J had a problem with him being appointed, you know, being because at the time he was still an active artist. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like he was, you know, retired and done in the game. So it was kind of a conflict of interest. That's how he, of course, that's when he found Rihanna and all of that stuff. So, um, I can't seem to find. Let's see. Yeah, because he stepped down in 2007. Cause okay. It, so he was only, yeah, he only ran it for like, what, about two, what, about what, three years? About three years, and then he stepped down. Okay, like,
1: I, yeah, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, though. Man, you know, like, honestly, I mean, this ain't nothing against Jay, but I felt like LL should have been named president of that company. LL basically put Def Jam on his back and carried it. Along with run, with, along with run DMC, like he should have like, it was their first solo artist. Mm, very true, very true.
0: I mean, well, I mean, yeah, we could say that like, because of course, me, I, I agree with you on that. With uh, with LL being appointed, I thought he would have been, you know, more than anybody. But maybe he was. I mean, we don't know. He could have been offered the, He could have been offered the, the position, and he probably didn't want it.
1: Well, it's true too. And you know, i think it, and if it wasn't offered maybe Russell was looking at the fact that L is acting a lot, you know. He in LA a lot, so you know, he he may not have time to run run a company. Yeah.
0: So the CEO for current CEO right now for um for Def Jam is a Steve Bartels, um, Caucasian gentleman. Let's see here. Let's see. I don't know. It's, I don't. They don't have anything on his. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find his background. Where do you come from?
1: Like seriously. Like this dude don't like his name is Steve Arteta. It seems like he ain't got. He ain't even lived in the hip hop culture. <clears throat> Let's see here. Let's see what he is. See if they got anything on this guy. See, that's what I hate, man. See, like, like I was saying, Dev jam was black on dog, like. It, it, it was in the right hands as long as Russell had it. You know, you had Death comedy jam. Like, anything that had Death in front of it, it was with Russell, it was Russell's brainchild. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the only problem I would have with, my, my primary problem with a lot of, um with a lot of the people that get appointed to and then for me it's not it's never really for me it's never really about race or anything or anything of the sorts but they gotta have passion for for the hip-hop but they gotta have passion they have, have to have a passion passion in music or a background in music this is and this is very and this this analogy i'm about to throw out there is very true to how a lot of occupations are for everybody okay so let's say you know, you worked in a particular field, right? And let's say you want to get into, let's say you want to get into a different field, you want to apply for another job. They won't hire you if you don't have experience. Right? Right. But anytime with these fourteen five hundred companies or these big companies, anybody that's in 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 an executive level you see these people coming over from different companies that have absolutely nothing, no background to do in that particular field. The only thing they have in common with the position they're moving over to is that they were a high-ranking executive.
1: Exactly. Like for to use another analogy, like for years I worked in the um, parts business. I worked for companies like AutoZone, O'Reillys, and Advanced Auto Parts, and they would literally bring people off the street that don't know anything about cars, have me train them and put them in a position above me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's
0: mind boggling about like how, um, how corporate America is like, or how the work industry in general, your nine to five dollars, how they're structured. It's, um, not really correct because like if you if you're willing to train somebody and teach somebody a skill and if there's training involved to you know to get that person i mean you can because people that who are in the positions if they a lot of the times man they can be they can have all the knowledge in the world but that don't mean they're the best exactly
1: exactly
0: i mean you have those people that are and i give an example A, a good example of that is myself I've taken on a bunch of different positions that I've never had experience in and I've, I've excelled at a, at a lot of them. And so, I mean, for me, it's just really just having that drive with being, with being the best at what I do, being a perfectionist is, is, you know, something that, that's something that I, that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. So, but yeah, man, it's just, you know, from looking at the, from looking at this Steve Bartels, um, background he, he looked like he took over the CEO right after Jay left so he's been there for a minute so um but yeah from looking at his I didn't his resume it doesn't look like he has from my understanding like he has a music background from what I'm seeing, he didn't come from he didn't come from another label so
1: see he might have went to some business school man
0: yeah he did he did.
1: Yeah, I see, so <laughs> I guess, man. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure Russell has some say in it. So, if Russell agreed right. to it, yeah,
0: I'm then... pretty sure, sure Russell still is probably somewhat of a shareholder still in Depth Jam. He has, a, he has a say so. So, but all right, um, on the next topic, we got uh, we got Bobby Brown. Um, so Bobby Brown, of course, we all know, you know, Bobby Brown lost with me. And his and his daughter Bobby, Bobby Christina, uh, roughly about three years apart, and both due to uh, drug overdoses. Um, so right now he's coming out with an autobiography, and one of the things that come from the autobiography that kind of stuck out um, while we're bringing this to bringing this to light is that Bobby Brown says that Whitney Houston had an affair with Tupac, and this is the first time this has ever been heard or or said by anyone. Uh, especially to come out of her, you know, come out of his, come out of her ex or her husband's mouth to, for him to say that. So it's first time it's ever been said. Um, part of me, I kind of believe that to be sort of kind of true, only because Bobby Brown is, was known there during his time when he, you know, was a solo artist. He was known as the bad boy, bad boy R&B. And of course we all know Tupac, you know, had that label of being a bad boy as well, and, you know, Whitney, in America's eyes, she was known as the good girl, so, you know, you know what they say about good girls and bad guys. and bad boys, good girls like bad boys, so, I can see how that be uh, well, wholesome
1: awesome way to it. Well, uh, according to a lot of sources, Whitney had the image of a good girl, but she wasn't a good girl by a long shot. Oh, yeah. Like, they were saying that Whitney is the person that introduced Bobby to the drugs.
0: Yeah, that's what I heard, too.
1: And I, this is my first time hearing about her having an affair with Tupac. You know, I've never seen anything with Whitney and Tupac in the same vicinity, basically. So, you know, uh, I mean, maybe, you know, anything is possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, even even Bobby Brown, even, he even mentioned that you know he had affairs with. Uh, he mentioned Janet Jackson and Madonna, and we you know we all know Madonna had a thing with Tupac at, at some point in his career too. They dated for they dated for a little bit, so everything you know sounded like you know Madonna like um, like the chocolate everything. I
1: I I want to hear Janet take on it because according to. But Janet says she was with one of the DeBarge brothers for a long time. Like, since the 80s. You know, they were married. Yeah. So, you know... Hey, man, we don't know what happened
0: during that early part in the 90s. Early 90s when Bobby Brown was popping.
1: I don't know, man. I would like to hear Janet take on that. But, you know, man... Well, you know Janet, man. You know right now she... well. Of course yeah she's expecting the baby and all
0: of that but you know of course we all know about the mystery child that you know of course we pretty much you know they have had pictures of her up on the internet and all of this and she looks like janet jackson that's that's probably the, the hidden jackson that joe jackson was trying to hide from the world
1: i mean i don't think they'll prove that i don't think the parents approved of that relationship anyway but um You know, Bobby Brown been saying some weird stuff. He said he bought a mansion in Atlanta and had sex with a ghost. So, I don't know if he he lost his damn mind because he lost two closest people in his life. But, you know.
0: Yeah, cocaine, hell of a drug. Could be still on it. Could be, could be. All right, man. Um. Yeah, Chance the Rapper and Childish Gambino has announced a duo EP. Um, hasn't had a release date on it yet, but these Chance the Rapper and um, Childish Gambino uh, do hang out a lot. Um, he's been featured on um, his last most recent uh, studio album uh, because of the internet. So I kind of was expecting this. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Childish Gambino. Uh, for those who don't know, Childish Gambino is the actor known as uh, Donald Glover. Um, the only black guy on the community. Easy way to find out who he, who he is. Um, but yeah, so... Um, but with that being said, like, you know, a lot of duo albums. I mean, of course we had, you know, last year we had Drake and Future with uh, Lil Wayne and 2 Chains album. Um, what are some of the ones that stick out to you the most that are probably, that you would say, the, say are the best, right? That so far has been out yeah. Um, I know, be, I, know, I know I would say Watch the Throne would be be one of them.
1: then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go old school underground, dog. Paul walk me in there, dog.
0: Oh yeah, 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 Yo, For sure, that's one of the that's one of the, <clears throat>
1: the greats right there. I mean, if you're not from the South and you never heard this CD. Go and get both versions. Go and get the regular version and the chopped and screwed version. Yo, see, I and mean... See, and, see the,
0: and the crazy thing about the about the Get Your Mind Correct is that for me, I only know the chopped and screwed version. Me listening to the regular version sounds weird now. I only can, <laughs> I, only can listen, I only can hear screw. I can't hear it no other way. That's how I learned. That's, and, and honestly, that's how I learned most of the most of the songs from there, because I've heard it on like on streaming services and they only have the regular version. I'm like, uh, oh, this don't sound right. I need to chop the screw.
1: I mean, I, I like the regular version better than the chop the screw version because you get a, to me, you get a better feel for their flow. Right, right. You know, right. and you see the evolution of Paul Wall throughout that album. You hear, like on the first song, you hear some of the first songs they recorded and you listen, you hear how Paul sound and then you hear the later songs they recorded, and you, then you hear her Paul out, and it's like a total 180. Yeah. And you can't tell that from the Chopped and Screwed version.
0: Yeah, that's true, because
1: everybody sound like they got d voice. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see, what are some other... Uh, of course, you had the Jay-Z and R. Kelly album, uh, Unfinished. What is it? Yeah, uh, Best of Both Worlds. I best of Both Worlds. I'm about to call this shit. Unfinished Business. Oh, uh, No. Nah. I'm thinking about something else. Um, let's see. What other
1: double uh, album? Not double album, but duo album. Let me think. Um, wow, man, this 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 really sucks. Drawing blanks, drawing blanks. Uh. Ugh.
0: Well, well, let's put. It, okay, I got. Well oh, y'all. Okay, I got one. Um, Ludacris and Shauna' uh, Battle of the Sexes to have been a duo album but it kind of turned into a a ludicrous album cause there were some issues going on there. Um, yet to be explained to this day, but, uh, that was supposed to be one. Um, I know some other, I know some other duo albums. I would like to, I would like to see though. I mean, we, I know we never, we never got the Lil Wayne and T-Pain one, which was probably called T-Wayne, but now there's an artist called T-Wayne, but man, that's another, another thing. Um, we also got. I would love to have heard like an outcast UGK album.
1: Yeah, that would have been, um, that would have been a good one. I'm waiting on the J Cole Kendrick Lamar man. I'm really waiting it. I would like to hear another collab. I would like to have a a whole collab album with Snoop and Dre. Um, I would like to see. Yo, you know it'd be the, a crazy collab album. What's up, Eminem and Lil Dicky? Really? Well, y'all yeah, like I, mean, I like Lil Dicky. Don't
0: get me wrong. I was probably I was gonna say myself. I don't say Eminem. I, and I, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say Eminem and Fifty.
1: I mean, yeah, that'd be crazy. But just think of don't just get don't don't get, um, cause it it it'd be a dark versus light. You know, it'd be like. It'll be like the is Jedi that, versus the Sith. Yeah, the, you the,
0: know, the, the, happy go, be, the happy go lucky white boy in the dark, and the dark, sinister, <laughs> crazy
1: white boy. Look, like, I, the name of the album is Liz Dicky versus Slim Shady. Yeah, I can see that. That would be crazy.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah, I would probably say, and then, yeah, I would say, like, a, like a, I would say, like, a, and the reason why I say Eminem and 50 is because I think about Gatman and Robin the song that was off the 50 cent album um is it off of, I'm hold on i think i may got that wrong i want to say is it off of is it off of M's album or is it off of 50s album i think it's off of 50s um shoot is it off of the massacre i think
1: i'm not sure because i didn't like that album at
0: all i like the well I, don't know, I only like the first two Fifty Cent albums only i'm the massacre is my favorite um out of that, I know everybody likes Get it Rich Dot Trying because that's the album that sold the most, went down, and all that good stuff. But um, no, I really like Mask is like my favorite 50 Cent album out of all of them. And then we can't even mention other 50 Cent albums after that. He only had good singles after, yeah. that, after those two albums. Yeah, that's basically it. And yeah, he didn't have anything else after that. And then he became an actor and a director and mm-hmm. started making the show Power. So uh, can't wait for that show to come back, by the way. Yes, and July. said July 17th. Can't wait. Comes on yes. the show will be on a Sunday, not a Saturday anymore. So Right, right. Um, all right, man. Um, so, I think this was like on yesterday. Um, Lil oh. Wayne had to do emergency landing. Uh, Lil Wayne was rushed to the hospital. He was having seizures. And this has happened before in the past, some years ago. And the... Primarily, the result of this came from drinking too much syrup. Yeah,
1: man, and, and, and
0: he's back on. The, and evidently, he's back on the syrup again because uh, after that incident, the first time he went to rehab for it, and the same reports are saying that on um, this time around, he drank like three things of cough syrup like back to back, and I'm like, dude, what are you trying to do to yourself? It's like, man, don't you um? It's like, don't you read the back of the bottle what they tell you on the on the night cool and the coffee or whatever you drinking, whether it be you know codeine or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, man, it seems like Wayne ain't learned his lesson because, and I think it's the stress of what's going on with him and baby that made him get back on it. You yeah, know,
0: yeah, yeah, that
1: could be it too. That could be. It. You know, he's trying to find. You know. A way to get out this this situation, and then you know getting with a a label or you know trying to start his own label or not that's a lot of stress, man. We should know you know we have been we had been down certain roads before and to have all you know to owe all this money to people to have all this money owed to you uh, and you ain't seen a penny of it exactly, man, you know. It's a struggle, man. So, you know, anything you know, you got those triggers in life that make you revert to old things that's harmful to you. You know, he was drinking lean. You know, some people get in situations and they start back drinking or they start doing drugs and stuff. So, you know, we we don't know what could have happened.
0: Yeah, but we just wanna hopefully, you know, uh we hope the best for Wayne and hope he comes out of that comes out of this situation and hopefully he can, he can get off of the drink finally. Cause I don't think nobody around, I don't think, shoot, I'm in H town, man. That's where, this where it's originated. And I don't think I'd be seeing no boys around. here drinking lean. No, hardly no more. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's probably a, a few of them that's probably still doing it, but I think that's like a thing of the early two thousands, you know, when H town was really popping. I'm pretty sure. Like I said, I'm pretty sure some boys still on it though.
1: Yeah, man. Um, uh-huh you know a lot of cats got it at the Pimp C dive man so yeah. you know yeah
0: <clears throat> so uh we're going to take a, a music break real quick um in honor of the uh in honor of this month is going to be is known for African American music month uh indie spotlight uh we're going to take a break with uh with the artist independent artist name na uh with a song called off the register and then after the break we're going to get into some uh some talks about uh, E3 that's going on this week. So, um, we're gonna go into our musical break uh, and we'll be right back.
2: Shit, man. Damn, man. Damn, man. Late again, Got my car towed. Shit. Broke that a Shit work out for me, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get mine today, man. Damn. Hope you don't Hope you don't ah, Oh uh, uh, Hey Hey there you are oh. Right off time Sorry ahead. I'm late man you, you know I mean I was Let me guess What happened this problem. time Your car was towed right Must be due to a Late payment Come on man I'm, No. <laughs> man. Late fa- Get it Yeah yeah I well, Anyway You're always late oh, Yeah I mean and Look this is what happened mind. man I, I mean No it no, 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 no I, mean, no, let I me explain, don't, man. I don't want to hear p- it Save it No excuses one more note to file and you will be promoted to a customer. Come on, man. So Shut get this. it together. And fix your name badge. Oh, God, man. Oh, man. oh, um. What? Uh, <laughs> what what? Uh, So, by the way, uh-huh. There uh there was another mix-up in payroll. Okay. Uh, and it, it seems I, I know. Whoa, it no, seems uh, your uh, man. I've been through this already, man. I go through this no, again. No, I, I, no, I, no, I know. No, I know I know. We'll it, just put a smile, just put a smile on, straighten yeah. your vest, and help customers. It's not about the money. It's about the experience. The experience. Okay. And don't forget to clean up your area. Oh. Got it. Right. I'm at my wit's end. Came into work praying my checks in. Payroll discrepancies, having manual checks sent is getting old, nigga. This ain't gon' float. Look here, I'm broke. You figure I won't empty the whole till of this cash in large loads. Scanning barcodes off cans and brand clothes. Asking assholes if they'd rather have paper or plastic. Lord knows I'm about to spash out on this bastard man. So what if he? My superior, all he does is carry a click forward all day, critiquing everybody's area with that sarcasm, acting like we all inferior. I'm furious, so today I'm coming for hysteria. period. Have this whole store up in hysteria because human resources ain't taking shit serious. They say it's a mistake, I'm blaming on the carrier when my paycheck's missing, but I ain't hearing. Say what? That. My check's coming late from the messenger. Fuck that. you gon' gonna have to come off the register. My money should be today and not tomorrow. you gon' gonna have to come off the register. Say what? My check's coming late from the messenger. Fuck that. You gon' have to come off the register. My money should be here today and not, not tomorrow. You gon' have to come off the register. Look, lady, you gon' have to bag your own damn groceries. I'm about to put this bastard in this place where he's supposed to be. Scramming, hopefully, you won't glance and oversee me. Throw hands with whole cans of whoop-ass opening. Hop the counter, carton counter floor floral products by the potpourri. When I'm done, going we be no more Oakley to Oakley or Heidi, whole neighbor. Surprised him, so angered, approached prostrate Both of his eyes with tidy, bowl cleaning. Snatched the clipboard. Threw his ass in his shopping cart Changed my mind like Nah nigga, you gon' have to march Up and down these aisles While I'm whooping your ass whooping Took your him ass. by cookin' utensils Look at some pans and spatulas All upside his head smacking him asking him Where's my money at? I swear I haven't been cashing him Your money should be day, And not tomorrow, Well you gon' have to come up off the register Say what? My check's coming late from the messenger. Nah, fuck that You gon' have to come off the register My money should be day, And not tomorrow, You gon' have to come off the register Say what? My check's coming Late from the messenger, you're going have to come off the register. My money should be here today and not no, tomorrow. you gon' going have to come off the register. Took him to aisle one to beat his ass with the canned goods. Skip oh, aisle two where granola and oat bran was, and went to aisle three. Sipping some round tree apple juice, past fruits, and threw to ground beef. Aisles four and five, nothing. Aisle six, diuretics. Skip oh, aisle seven to pick up some disinfectants. Sprayed it on his cuts and bruises like antiseptic, hectic. Shop is oh, moving out the way, looking tested. Best if I get it over quick. so I piled crates, leaped over to the next aisle from aisle eight and took a wild dive with driving here, clean up on aisle nine through the intercom system. and everybody started cheering and clapping for me. I raised my head and he was standing right before me without a scratch of honor, tapping on his clipboard so hard he stopped my dream and I snapped about it. Sleeping on the job. Wow. <laughs> I am flabbergasted, sorry, truly I mean, amazed I mean, at how such an underachieving, lazy, lowly lying employee like yourself musters up the courage and the audacity to show up late every single day it, and take naps on my Get out bedroom. my face, man. Get out my well, face. What shall I do about this? Man. I got it. I'll correct all those little payroll uh, mishaps uh, permanently. permanently. You'll never have to worry about a late paycheck or any paycheck y'all. Why could I think I ever hired such a ball You infantile minded.
0: You. Oh Check it out. Check it out. Alright. We are back for my break. Um, Alright man. So uh, for those who want to be featured on Indie Spotlight make sure you guys Shoot us an email of your content to the rejects at gmail.com. Uh, we're also partnered with um, musicclout.com. Uh, you guys go to their website. You become a member. Uh, that's another way you guys can get featured on the Indie Spotlight through, through that service. Uh, so it's a, Music Cloud is a service that, that reached out to us and wanted the Hip Hop Rejects to be featured on their website to offer artists opportunity. Um, and they also have they have a lot of different opportunities out there for aspiring artists that's trying to get their music, and get their content out there to the masses. Uh, so make sure you guys go check them out.
1: Righteous, righteous.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, man. So E3, um, for those who are not um, astute to the world of uh, of video games and things of that nature, um, as we said before in previous episodes, me and Young are both... Uh, gamers ourselves, and we, you know, had to touch on the things that's going down in E3 this week. I uh, know yesterday they had all the major conferences from Microsoft and Sony. Um, Sony, again, for the, for the what, probably the second, third year in a row, they freaking killed it last night um, with their conference announcing a new God of War. Um, Dale Kojima. Uh, announced the new, which is the makeup of the Middle Gear Solid games. Announced a new title that he's working on, uh, the return of uh, Crash Bandicoot. Man, they just they just kept coming with the hits on the conference yesterday. Um, then same thing with you know Microsoft uh, introduced a new slimmer model, which I'm actually I don't own the Xbox One, so I'm probably I'm contemplating probably picking it up this August. And. Uh, but no, yes, yeah, a lot of a lot of things going down. A lot of games that got me hyped. Um, I got to got to see a little bit more. I know, young, we were talking about the uh, Injustice Two. Yeah, I got, see, I got I got to see a little bit more footage on that uh, on yesterday as well. Just making me just making me want that game even more.
1: I'm eager to see. Uh, I'm waiting on the release date for the final Final Fantasy VII remake. Um,
0: um, yeah, that's the yeah, that's the only thing I, would, I was hoping they was gonna um, they was gonna bring that up, man. Because I mean, they were. I'm talking about they were coming hit after hit uh, with Sony. They talked mm-hmm. about the they brought up the Final Fantasy 15, which they're doing because um, they also announced their VR headset that they're coming out with that's gonna run about 400. And you know, we talked we talked about that on last week talking about the VR headset. They got like a they got a good amount of titles. They got a, a, a Batman Arkham game coming. For VR for that they got um let's see what else they have a Resident Evil 7. The Resident Evil 7 is on point. Resident they, I think they finally hit the nail on the head this time getting Resident Evil back to what it used to be when we grew up, you know, playing the first Resident Evil. It has that it has that survival horror feel to it where before on the past previous games they were trying to be more of a shooter than uh, you know, giving you limited resources and you're trying to survive and, you know, trying to survive zombies and all of that. So, that looked really good.
1: Yeah, man, in effect, um, I'm waiting on Kingdom Hearts 3, man. Um, I would like to see, you know what I, I, I would like to see a remake of? What? I would like, if, like how they do a Final Fantasy 7, I would mm. like them to remake Parasite Eve. Yeah, man, that, and you
0: know, you know, us growing up, you know, with the play because Parasite he was a it was a PS one game. Um Was it PS one or PS two? It was PS one. Okay, okay. So I'm getting because my, my, I know my, I'm, 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 I'm visualizing the case for the game. I think you're right. I think it was because it was it was a
1: double disc game. Yep, yep, yep. Um
0: And yeah, with the with Parasite, man Parasite E was one of the. Man, it was probably one of these scares. I know I didn't play it as a as growing up as a teenager. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it.
1: I did. I beat the game. I think in record time. Like I, I, I pretty much beat the game in a day and a half. Yeah, man. You know, those are the
0: days, man. Um, when we could just, you know, because you know where we grew up at wasn't. It was a lot. It was a lot for us to do that we made to do. But at the same time, you know, there were points in time where you just, you know. We at the house chilling, and man, I think to myself like if we could, if we had the forms of technology that all these kids have with you know online multiplayer gaming and all the games, all the stuff that you know that this generation can do with video games, man, if we if we had that when we were growing up, man, it'd be a whole different, it'd be a whole different game.
1: Yeah, because you know, like uh, I used to beat games quickly, like, like like I came to your house and beat. Devil May Cry two in a day,
0: yeah. So yeah, we was, we, we used to do stuff like that, beat, beating games in a day. And um, you know, I stayed across the street from the mall, so that's when you know, like places like Blockbuster was selling movies when Blockbuster was a thing. Uh, I'm showing my age right now. Um, <laughs> places showing like uh, a yeah, uh, places like, uh, shoot, like, FYE was selling used video games, and we would go in there and just cop, and, and you know, back then, man, we weren't really particular, because the internet was, it was a thing, but it wasn't a thing that you kind of, like, hinged on when it came to video game. if a video game was good or bad. Man, we would just go in and, like, shoot, look at the game, like, oh, I like this, I can afford it, so let's buy this and play this. So, yeah, that was, that was definitely us, you know, us growing up, man. I
1: miss- I remember you had this game on Xbox. I've never really been a fan of Xbox. But it was this one game you had. Like that was multiplayer.
0: Yeah, it was some battle arena game. And that's one of the games I picked up from FYE one time. And me and uh me and a friend of ours, we um picked up went went one day to go pick it up on a Saturday, man. We was like, shoot, we were just looking for a game that a bunch of people can play because like, you know, we know y'all would drop by. And um Shoot, that we could play it. Shoot, we had a blast playing, playing it. I mean, I remember I had games like uh, a lot of people that were original Xbox owners. I remember games like Brute Force that I would love. Shoot, I would love to see them make a remake of that. That was a pretty pretty good
1: game as well.
0: Um, Man, what was the fighting game they had on Xbox? I can't think of the name.
1: Of I, ain't, I ain't going to lie, bro. I want to see them come out with a new Soul Caliber.
0: Yeah, it's about time for another Soul Calibur. Oh, speaking of fighting games, man, did you see? I don't know if you saw the trailer for Tekken Seven. No, Akuma's, I didn't. Akuma's I, is is in Tekken
1: Seven. Yeah, because they they link the uh, stories from um, Tekken Cross Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and um, Akuma is at the Hitachi. Yeah, yeah, and that's so... that's actually in the comic book.
0: Yeah, so that was uh, and because the trailer for Tekken Seven is, is basically what you just said. It's you know it's a fight scene between Akuma and Ehachi, um going against one another. At first, I thought it was like the because you know um, I, I own the game on the I own the Street Fighter Cross Tekken, the one that was made by Capcom. I own the one um, on I own it on the PS Vita, and I own it on PS Three. Because uh, I don't want to get burned again. How when Marvel vs. Capcom Two got very rare and popular, and people were charging like streams amount of money for it. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to this just in case, you know, people it gets real popular and it gets real rare." I yeah, did and, I, did the, I did the same thing for Marvel vs. Capcom Three. I, I still got a copy of that.
1: And yeah, Tekken Rage Street Fighter was a very huge disappointment to the world.
0: Yeah, it was, and, and seeing when I saw that trailer, man, I thought it was the answer to I thought it was going to be Napco doing their version of the X, of the, of the cross between them and Street Fighter, but I guess they just, I guess because the game didn't do what they expected, they just probably scrapped it.
1: Now, you know what would be code?
0: Street like, Fighter versus Mortal Kombat.
1: Not only that, man. <laughs> just go ahead and link them all together. Let's just, like, just call the ultimate fight. And just put um something oh, like yeah. basically just put something like, you know, Killer Instincts versus Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat versus SK versus Cap I mean versus Marvel versus you know just go ahead and put them all in there. Go yeah. ahead and throw the anime characters in there, go ahead and throw Dragon Ball Z, Naruto just a a huge game, though, A huge fighting game, 3D fighting game. Man, they would, man,
0: they would have to be. There's a bunch of licenses they have to be dealing with that for them to do that. Uh, you know, but you know what? What's another game that I'm 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 shocked that nobody's made yet with all the Marvel, uh, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nobody's made an Avengers game yet, and I think it's all all because like nobody has been doing superhero games right other than Rocksteady. It does the Batman games. So, um... I know... And this is another thing they showed last night. So, there's gonna be another Spider-Man game. But it's not by Activision. It's made. It's gonna be made by Insomniac. Same people who made, um... Same people who made, um... Something, um... Jack and Daxter and... I'm trying
1: to think. Oh, Lord. I would love to see that come back. Jack and Daxter? Man. Yeah. yeah. The evolution of Jack man was crazy. From Jack and Dexter, the from the first one all the way to the third to the one. Third one. Yep. The way they the way Jack they evolved Jack was just cold, man. Like you like I hadn't seen really seen an evol- evolution of a character like that. Yeah. Like he actually grew. You you play with a character that actually grew from version from one version to the next. And he learned to adapt his power and get new powers. Because, you know, I thought they was going to do the same thing with Prince of Persia. But I think the movie screwed over Prince of Persia.
0: Well, no, Prince of Well, Prince of Persia movie was actually one of the good video game movies um, that came out. In my opinion, I, li- I really liked the movie. There was other people that, you know, that weren't even aware of the game that liked the movie. Um... But yeah, man, I wish I do wish. Like, hopefully, Sony will really begin to bring back those those exclusives. Because I mean, thing is, man, the thing about the thing that made Sony blow Microsoft out of the water once again is that Mark, uh, Sony has a lot of exclusives, and that's all they showed last night. I think they showed like I don't think they showed that was not an exclusive to them was Call of Duty. Everything else is, is, is exclusive on PS4.
1: Now, aren't they working on um, something where you'll be able to play cross platforms, where you play? They college?
0: haven't. They haven't given an official statement about the. I know you're talking about like the whole mm-hmm. thing that Microsoft is doing, mm-hmm. which is that was that primarily their whole conference mm-hmm. where if you buy it on Xbox, you can play it on PC. You buy it one time because everything they're converting <laughs> converting everybody to Windows 10. And so anything you buy on Xbox Live or you buy it on PC, um, which you you buy the game, you buy the game through Xbox Live anyway, it'll be, you know, cross-platform. But you're talking about, like, what they're doing with uh, what Rocket League is doing, which is everybody having a unified multiplayer system where it doesn't matter what platform you're on. Yeah, Sony hasn't yet to come in on if they're going to do that or not, but they said they're open to it. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be something they're going to... It'll, I'm pretty sure there'll be something that'll probably come up in the next probably I'd say probably next E three or something like that. They're to bring up. They gotta work out the logistics and, you know, a lot of you know, contracts and license probably involved with that.
1: Cause you know what? That's gonna that's gonna make Call of Duty explode bigger than it already is. Because and plus I wanna play a lot of Xbox players because they swear if you play Xbox you're the best Call of Duty player.
0: That's Call- not the case. I switched over the first black ops uh they yeah. came out I bought yeah. it on Xbox I was like cleaning house on Xbox
1: yeah and, man you know
0: yeah I so had, I had a, I have a hard I had a harder time I get killed a whole lot more and have a harder time you know getting a good kill count on PlayStation versus Xbox on Xbox I was just on black ops during that time I was wrecking
1: and then, you know, uh the only problem would be would probably be the bandwidth. Because you know, even when you're playing on just your regular system, the lag sometimes or Yeah. You know, and then I think that like the the technology will have to be universal and I think that's the problem because I think PlayStation four has better technology and better hardware and software than the Xbox One does.
0: Yeah, I kind of always felt that way because I always make the comparison why, you know, why Xbox would never make any, like, photorealistic uh, games versus where Xbox would always, they would kind of, like, really focus on kind of, like, more animated stuff. Yeah. But I've always said that Sony has always had more photorealistic (laughs) video games more than anybody, so. But alright, man. Um, We're going to bring this 29th episode of the Hip Hop Rejects to a wrap. Um, Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Search for the Hip Hop Rejects. Just look for the logo, people. You'll find us. Uh, We just launched our YouTube channel. Um, So we have uh, episode 28 up there in full on there for those who, you know, like the kind of hear the audio. Uh, with, the, with the video and the picture they can look at on there. Also got the exclusive interview of uh, we have a Hip Hop Rejects exclusive so if you want to go back and listen to the Keep a Roughing interview we have just the interview itself up there right now. You can check that out um, and make sure you got a bunch of different ways. You can always, you can check out the Hip Hop Rejects every single week. That's through SoundCloud, iTunes, Sprinkler Radio, TuneIn Radio and you can also get us on Google Music for my Android people and Podcast Addict as well. Um, you can primarily catch us every Monday with a new episode. This episode will be an exception to the rule because we had some technical difficulties. So you guys will be getting a double dose of us uh, this week, uh, so to say. Um, and then also, make sure you guys mark down July 22nd on your calendars for the anniversary episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. It's going to be a very, very big show. Um... We will give you guys a couple, a few more details in the coming weeks about um, if we're going to do a live show or not, um, and what service we'll be doing that live show through, if, if we decide to do one. Um, Yo, know, you got anything else, man?
1: Yo, and please, please, please contact us, emails, you know, messenger, whatever you want to do, man, just, just hit us up, let us know how y'all feel, what y'all think. Give us some show ideas. Give us some topics that you want to hear us talk about. Like anything, dog. Send your music in. You know, because who knows? We could be the reason that you blow up, you wait. And I know that's an old throwback word. You know that Jamie Foxx used to stay on the Jamie Foxx show, but I like it. So, you know, man. And it don't matter where you from, what country you're in. We will use Google Translate. Hell, I'll even get the Rosetta Stone. And, and figure out what you're saying. So, uh, you know, just hit us up, man. You know, keep in contact with us.
0: Yeah, just be back <laughs> Make sure you guys you have you guys haven't visited our Facebook page. Make sure you guys look for the Hip Hop Rejects Facebook page. Like the page, follow us, man, and we can get all the latest things in hip hop. Anything that's going on. I just you know we like I, most of the time I like to post a lot of a lot of funny uh, memes and stuff like that that's in relation to hip hop on there or anything that's going down with us. So just make sure you guys follow those pages, uh stay tuned to see what we see what we're going to do next. Um but I think that's it for episode 29, another one in the books.
1: All right, y'all stay blessed.
0: All right, man, and we out.